Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Music for Life Radio, where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. I am Judith Pinkerton, a licensed board-certified music therapist and founder of Music for Life. At Music for Life, music is at the core of all that we do, connecting you to the life of your spirit, to the life of your senses. With composer Ludwig von Beethoven's quote, Music is the mediator between the life of the senses and the life of the spirit. So how do we practice healing mind, body, and spirit? We plug you into yourself differently with music at the core, discovering that when you listen or play music, you find out how the music is really playing you. We support you harnessing the power of music to create a healthy lifestyle connecting you to the life of your spirit through the life of your senses. I am delighted you have joined me as we explore together this month's theme of relationships with today's topic of growing love. Our guest today is Marquita Pierre McAllister, keynote speaker and spiritual leader for the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada, a spiritual partner with Music for Life. Good morning, Marquita. Welcome to the Music for Life Good morning. Show. Good morning, Judith. I love being here with you, and I'm really excited about today's topic. I happen to like this topic a lot. Relationships I find yeah. fascinating. So, yeah, really interested in this one. Yeah, the you know, love can be so complex sometimes for people um, because re- regardless of whether it's love gone right or love gone wrong... <laughs> It can stimulate and trigger a variety of emotions that you connect to what love is or is not. So, therefore, there can be a lot of really complex emotions for some people as they experience what love could be all about. I know that we've got a fabulous fun shop coming up this next Sunday that is part of our UPS series, and some people refer to it as oops. <laughs> but for us, it's more about um, doing a spinoff on the actual UPS company, the United Parcel Services, 
and how we focus on delivering life differently this year through our variety of topics with each month having a different theme and a different focus. So with the month of February honoring Valentine's Day was yesterday, um, looking at how you can grow love differently. So, you know, it's interesting in looking at how we embrace love or not and how we may have a different perspective moment by moment on what love is, depending on what our circumstances reveal to us. Have any thoughts about that and your current circumstances? Oh, sure. You know, it's a, it's a, it is based on kind of how our perspective of what our circumstances are and also our um, definition even about what love is because I find that depending on the people and their life circumstances and what they've gone through, they define love differently. We have these generic terms, but how that is actually interpreted can be very, very different from person to person and from moment to moment and circumstance to circumstance. So I love the fact that we're going to be doing the workshop that's coming up, or fun shop that's coming up, because to look at the definitions of love and what that really means to us. And I'm also very excited because we include music in that fun shop, and music plays such a large part of our definition of love from as we go through the decades in our livingness of what it means to us. You know, all the love songs and the... <laughs> what the love song suggests to us is what love is and really interesting um, our interpretation about love and how that runs our lives and our relationships. So I'm truly looking forward to Sunday. Um, it's a, a, a piece of life that I like delving into because I'm not so sure people understand their connection to that particular word and then how that word trans, um, transform and actually move their life in their connection with other people. And I think we need to get, uh, you know, it's it's helpful to get a handle on that and understand how that runs your life. So really looking forward yeah, to working with people. Yeah, and with the this idea of um, UPS actually standing for up-leveling your periscope, um, yes. acknowledging that our periscope has different levels, different depths of perception, and it's, or... Or that peripheral vision, you know, what are you focused on, what is out there that you're not seeing, and how does that impact your experience of what love is, and at what depth are you experiencing love? And so there's so many different facets (laughs) that we're going to um, reflect on with the ultimate goal of deepening your relationship with love. Yes, yes, and that is yourself and others. Yeah, yeah. So the the first piece of music we're actually referencing is Evanescence' uh, song called My Immortal. And I have used this in therapy groups so successfully in triggering (laughs) how love has gone wrong. Um, Because Mm. that is usually where people will stay stuck is in something that occurred where love is not what they had desired and because of the complexity of emotion then that that experience triggers one can feel overwhelmed with anger or depression or anxiety um, or sadness that relate to love and when 
those overwhelming emotions cloud your vision about what love is, it's hard to see that love can be pure, that love can be peaceful and actually loving instead of all these other things. And that's where the complexity of emotion starts growing in you because your experience of love delivered something differently and you don't know how to get rid of those experiences or how to neutralize those experiences. So with the music medicine protocol, we actually start out by acknowledging that those complexities of emotions exist and what it does when you listen to Evanescence Immortal, which is available through our Music for Life blog, um, which is linked from this radio show blog to connect to those uh, songs that we're referencing here, that when you listen to the song, it will allow you the opportunity to notice if you have any feelings that surface where love's gone wrong (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you'll feel it. The words and the music will pull it out of you and you'll go, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was there. (laughs) Right. I don't feel good right now. (laughs) Right. And it's really, you know, Judith, it's really important to tap into noticing what is there as as music can bring like that particular song can bring that emotion up to see what is there because unless we see what's hidden within us we can't release it and let it go and then have something greater for ourselves and so it's important to tap into that which is hidden in you especially about love since that permeates everything that you do or you know every it it permeates or you're resisting everything <laughs> that it's trying to bring up it's important to tap in and to use go ahead and use music to do that and then to be able to learn how to release that so you can get unstuck and have a much better um, experience. The thing I love about the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada is that you come in and we have such high music um, as we're talking about love this month. Um, So it's really nice to know what music can stimulate the complex emotions where love went wrong and then go to a place, if you'd like, you know, if you want Music for Life or Service for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada, go to a place that then can shift that into where love is right, goes right. Yeah, so it's it's allowing yourself to become so totally aware of of you and your connection to what the music is bringing up for you because there will be yes. people that go, oh, no, I don't want to go there. I know what's coming up, and I don't want to feel that. And so rather than um, acknowledging that swimming in the emotion is actually a healthy thing, if you know what to do next to neutralize that, um, they will instead go, don't want to swim there. I know where that's taking me. I'm going to listen to talk (laughs) radio instead or just turn that that music off. I don't want to go there. Um, So instead then what happens is they keep stuck in those emotions that they don't want to feel. And then, you know, with the clients that I work with, they start self-medicating with um, drugs and or alcohol to numb those feelings because they don't want to feel them Um, Mm -hmm. because they become so intense that they can't even run from them anymore. Um, You you know, besides not listening to music, um, you know, the, the emotions are there. And they they they're so deep and so um, pervasive that they can't even not shut them off. That they're so then they use drugs of choice to numb them because they they can't shut them off. So with music, so therapy, you know, the, we actually go the there. The problem there. with that, 
the problem with that is, though, if as long as you're still numbing and, and not allowing something to come up and then work through it, is that it still stays there decade after decade, and then things trigger those stuck emotions. So it's really much better to face it and to let it to come up and learn how to release it. Yeah. So the music that we're talking about today actually takes you on that journey. So the first song to to open yourself up to find out, do you have anything that needs to be released? So if you listen to Evanescence's My Immortal Song, you will notice whether you have something that needs to be released because it will automatically trigger anything that might be below the surface to rise to the surface so that you can recognize it and go, okay, I do have something that I need to release. I'm going to swim in this through the song, allow it to express and be triggered to be uprooted so that the next song that I'm suggesting might provide a balm for what we just stirred up. So the next song I'm suggesting is Kathy Zavada's song called Love's Lullaby. And in that song, um, it allows one to notice what love is desired and what love is treasured. And yeah. that love then can start, you can start identifying with what level of love are you desiring. And it could be that love for yourself it could be that love with somebody else or it could be that love with that higher power within you or that spirit or God, whichever word you recognize or resonate with best. Um, and so there's really three different levels that mm-hmm. that song called Love's Lullaby will stimulate within you to recognize what are you desiring right now out of what we might have just stirred up. Yeah, that's very, very important. Because unless you know what you want, you can't get there. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't get to have it um, enter into your life unless you understand what it is you want. So if you want more love, but what does that mean and, and what does that feel like? And so it's nice to have the music to start to soothe that and bring um, those desires into your awareness. Because once then you're aware, now you can uh, accept that into your life. Really important. Yeah, and then, uh, so sometimes people in listening to that song will start crying um, because they're realizing that what they desire is not in their life and they really do desire it (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and don't know maybe how to get there. Um, So there's a release involved. So the first song um, of My Immortal could help you discover where you might have some uh, love loss uh, to really trigger and uproot, and then to be able to go to the second song, Love's Lullaby, to really identify what you desire more of that could bring up tears again because you don't have it and you desire it and now you're recognizing it. And then to be able to go to the third song that we're recommending from Karen Drucker's uh, collection called I Am Loved, and then it helps you to really reaffirm that you are loved within that relationship that you're desiring, that relationship with yourself, that relationship with somebody else, or that relationship with spirit. Um, So it reaffirms then and really fertilizes that ground that you desire in your life and allows you to take it on uh, with from whatever perspective 
uh, is coming up for you. Again, that relationship with yourself that you're wanting to emphasize or a relationship with somebody else or a relationship with your inner spirit. It's really nice because I believe, I'm pretty sure, you know, one of the things we're doing, obviously, in the class this coming weekend is to kind of go through these phases. And so in realizing what it is you're desiring, then it's like, well, what do, how do I get it? What do I do? And so one of the things, obviously, we teach at the Spiritual Center, and one of the things we'll be teaching this weekend is now that you know what you're desiring, what steps you can take to allow that to come into your life, to allow that to emerge, I should say, from within you so you can see it and experience it in your life now. You know, not not 10 years from now, but now. (laughs) Allow that to come in. Looking forward to this weekend. Mm -hmm. Right, and because our class numbers are um, smaller, we're able to give such individual attention to people that it really uh, provides a safe comfortable space that we create for someone to really go on an, uh, a valuable, relatable journey that will take you deeper than what you've been able to go before because of the, the synergy of the music and the words and the guidance and the support that is provided. Yeah. 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 So in in looking at our own personal relationships with love and how that works um, for us <laughs> and recognizing when it doesn't, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I think that we've both realized that healthy boundaries are so important um, to acknowledging and growing love so that whenever you feel like um, a boundary is being crossed, you really need to be healthy enough and aware enough of what it is that you can um, still say yes to the situation but then qualify it so that that boundary is honored. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, it's about loving yourself, loving yourself well enough to know what your boundaries are so that you don't overextend or feel selfish in either way, right? So you don't want to be a doormat. You don't want to overextend your so-called your love or your givingness to life, which is interpreted as love, and you don't want to withhold your love from anyone. So it's really important to establish and to understand what your boundaries are, and that called self-love, when you understand your boundaries clearly, clearly enough. And that comes from becoming very aware, self-aware of what is good for you and others, not just others and not just you, but good for yourself and others. That is a much more clear uh, expression of love itself when you've got the boundaries in place. Right. But, and, you know, it's interesting, too, because when you look at, you know, those boundaries and then you're also maybe focusing on, you know, during meditations of how to grow that love and wanting to be at one and acknowledging that oneness principle, sometimes it can feel like they're in conflict with each other. What do you mean? There's a, everything is supposed to be one. What are you talking about? Boundaries. <laughs> Everything's supposed to be one, you know? So how how can you do a different spin on that so that people understand that boundaries are a part of oneness and not separate from it? 
Well, it's really important to understand that since, number one, all of life is energy, and number two, um, if if when all of life is one, then there really isn't conflict. I have our perception that tends to say that something's in conflict. So, for example, if I know that I have something to do at 8 o'clock in the morning and I get an emergency phone call from someone, okay, so now I've got, it looks like, conflict. And so it's really important to understand, for me to de- choose which one really needs to happen in this moment and then be in love to explain to the other side that I'm having to say no at this time um, that I can't do. And so there is really no conflict. It's about making sure you're in an integrity in all that you do. So I say yes to one, I'll be right with you. And then I would, of course, call another and go, unable to do that right now, and I'm knowing within my own self that I'm doing the correct thing at the exact correct time. So your your personal boundary, you're still in oneness, but it's about being in love with self, being in love with integrity, and following through. So there really, it's just, it's a perception of conflict. There really isn't conflict. There's only one power moving through us, and so it's understanding that. And so boundaries are good for you and everyone else. We just have a perception that boundaries sound like it's negative. Boundaries sound like it's separation, and it's not. We get to get over that. <laughs> Our perception. <laughs> hmm. So interestingly, this is a great segue, actually, into um, today is President's Day. And in our book, Together, which is a perpetual journal calendar, um, your quote on February 15th is, Presidents govern external circumstances. You govern internal circumstance. The universe governs all. And just noticing, talking about boundaries, you know, where where that integrity stands firm in all three of those areas just identified. Presidents with external circumstances, ourselves with our internal circumstance, and then the universe governing all. And mm-hmm. the integrity required in order to make those boundaries healthy, visible when necessary, invisible when desired. And it's just... Yeah. It's, it's an interesting flux <laughs> that um, that happens between those. And I know, do you have any other thoughts you wanted to share before we jump into what the music is that supports that? You bet. As long once we're really clear about our own integrity, and integrity means um, my interpretation of integrity is being integrated from within. So this is not about having the external, the outside. Uh, people tell you what is integrous for you. This is about you understanding, you becoming so self-aware, you understand where your integrity lies and how that is good for all, for you and all. So you're in in alignment with universal um, laws. You're in alignment with universal principles. You're in alignment with true love. And that, um, that's the way to have all of three, it looks like three different planes, which of course is only one plane, but it looks like it all comes together when you're really integrated from within and living from that space, from that Yes, and so Maggie Owens has a perfect song that matches the energy of that quote and the meaning of that quote called, Not a Spot Where God Is Not. (laughs) 
Yeah. And just acknowledging that, you know, the that in God we trust. And, I mean, that's on every single financial denomination that we've got <laughs> that underscores mm-hmm. um, how this country works from from that abundance um, focus of God is everywhere. And so this song that, that Maggie put together called Not a Spot Where God Is Not really underscores you know, when when you feel like that's not what's happening. And it's sometimes easy to do that when you start looking at those that are governing us. Yeah. Um, that it's realizing that God is everywhere. And how can you um, focus on that in order to make circumstances optimal, regardless of whether it's personal um, or more global, in nature, as we look at um, how we can get stuck in a, a zone where we're looking at all the negative stuff that's out there, you may recognize that you're feeling that a lot. And um, there's a phrase that I use that identifies that called the chronic unsettled comfort zone and it really acknowledges that we could be experiencing so much anxiety stress anger depression sadness frustration that we have developed a tolerance for being stuck in those emotions and therefore don't even know that we're there and have achieved kind of comfort zone in our life to just being able to exist with all of this unsettledness, a part of us. And because we've developed this high tolerance for being in all of those emotions, that we're actually misinterpreting the energy of those emotions and may confuse those energies as being excitement when we're actually in anxiety or that we're Mm -hmm. energized all the time when we're actually angry or that we are feeling calm when we're actually depressed and or sad because of that comfort zone that we have created for ourselves. And then, because we naturally push play on music that matches where we're at, we could actually be fueling anxiety, fueling anger, or fueling depression or sadness. And it's through this music medicine protocol that you can find out how to self-medicate with music differently, that you're honoring your music listening habits and restructuring them so that you create what I call a music medicine pill um, that is a mood sequence formula that is so successful in releasing those unsettled moods so that you can feel truly more at peace, more in love, and more um, energized and happy about what life is providing for you rather than looking at what life is not providing for you and blaming who out there for life circumstances. Mm -hmm. So there's a way for people to be able to tap into understanding that more. They can take the Music Medicine Boot Camp, which really um, helps you to understand how music influences you and tells a story about you so that when you're desiring to push play on music or you find a piece of music stuck in your head, you're realizing what it's really saying to you about what your circumstances are. 
So it's not that, oh, this piece of music, I just love this. You know, it's about really looking at the dynamics of the music elements in tandem with the lyric and and how it's actually telling a story about where you're at in that moment. So the Music Medicine Boot Camp is really a um, a great downloadable um, educational tool to really harness the power of music to have deeper meaning in your life. And I know that you've all you've done the Music Medicine Boot Camp, Marquita. I have. I absolutely have. And it's really I found it quite fascinating actually to really understand how music what a large part music plays in our life. And we kind of know that intellectually, but to really understand and have that broken down as to what, what it's playing in my life. And I find it interesting because of, again, I'll say all the love songs and things that are out there, how music can influence um, love in our lives. It's just fascinating to me. And how if we're not aware of what that music, whether it's the unsettled type of music or something more uplifting and um, inspiring, if we're not aware of what the music is doing to us, it can literally flip us back decades into some relationship that went wrong or a relationship we didn't want or if we're not aware of the music. So really looking at I love the um the music medicine um, protocol because it really gets you to understand how music is affecting you and to then to use it to your benefit. Yeah, thank you so much. And as we're winding down on our radio show today, we look forward to hearing from our listeners about how we can support you in growing love on the Music for Life radio. Till we meet again, notice how you practice healing your mind, body, and spirit with the power of music in your life. Now, thank you so much for being on the show with me, Marquita. Absolutely. Anytime. (laughs) All right. Blessings to our listeners. Until next time.